everybody. It's Barry from Turning the Page. Always good to have you be with us, um, whether it's on the YouTube video or it's a podcast you're listening to. Always so good to have you um, be with what I'm going to be sharing for today. Hey, the other day I was uh, cleaning off some stuff off one of my pin boards and came across a printout of my very first receipt of money that I earned online. And if you're on YouTube, you can actually see it right there. All right. But for those of you that can't see it because <laughs> you're listening to the podcast, it says it's payday. $11.13 has been deposited into your account for sales up to 10th of July 2015. So, um, and I'd sold one of my books, So You Want to Help. For $11.13 American and uh, it happened back 2015 and I remember it really well because I thought um, wow someone would actually buy my book <laughs> and um, and that book's gone on to sell quite a few copies and uh, it's now in a version which is um, pay what you want including free so if you want to get a copy of that you come over to turnthepage.co.nz and you can see a link there for resources, but um, I like to. I wanted to print it out because it, it it's something to feel. And if you're listening, you can feel you probably think hear my fingers rubbing it. It's tangible, and um, to feel something between my fingers, you know, and uh, um, like walking out in the rain, you can feel it on you, can't you? At the moment, it's raining outside, and it's much like when you're walking on a stepping stone that might be slightly buried under the water and it looks like you're actually walking on water but you're actually stepping on a stepping stone and I've had you know many 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 moments of provision for me since I've been doing this uh, turning the page thing and sometimes it's been uh, someone's bought a book or uh, more often they've actually just given me a donation um, or a gift and it's been quite amazing. And if, if you want to do that, you can do that. It's turningthepage.co.nz forward slash gift. <laughs> but but everything helps just to put my ideas out there. And I've still got this compelling yes, which is what we talked about last week, to do something every week, to write a few words and to share my stepping stones um, that take me out of the boat. And... That idea of stepping out of the boat, well, that comes from the story of Peter walking on water. It's such an amazing story um, when those moments of his fear were actually replaced by a real deep connection with Jesus. It's a, it's a tentative step out of the boat and into the unknown. And here's the, here's the story. As soon as the meal was finished, he insisted, that was Jesus, that the disciples get in the boat and go ahead to the other side while he dismissed the people. And with the crowd dispersed, he climbed the mountain, so he went up to have some me time, <laughs> some I time, and so he could be by himself and pray. And he stayed there alone late into the night. Meanwhile, uh, the boat was far out to sea when the wind came up against them, and they were battered by the waves. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water and they were scared to death a ghost they said crying out in terror but Jesus said was quick to comfort them and said courage it's me don't be afraid and Peter bold Peter 
<laughs> said, Master, if it's really you, call me to come out onto the water. And Jesus said, come ahead. <laughs> and jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. But when he looked down the waves, like, okay, just stop, pause here. He, when he shifted his focus, all right, when he looked down at the waves, churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried out, Master, save me. Jesus, doesn't he Jesus didn't hesitate at all. He reached down and grabbed his hand. Then he said, faint heart, what got into you? The two of them did a little dance around the boat. No, <laughs> no, they didn't. The two of them climbed into the boat, but that would be quite funny, wouldn't it? Um, and the wind died down. Ooh. The disciples in the boat, having watched the whole thing, worship Jesus saying, this is it. This is it. This is it. You are God's son for sure. Okay, I've added a bit of emphasis in there. But the story had asked lots of questions. It's a story of amazement. You know, you know, every disciple would have gone, oh, this is the son of God. But I'd like to know, what's your boat? Okay, what's your boat? What is the normal for you, your patterns, your habits, your comfort zone, okay? Um, is there a call for you to step out of that boat, all right? Number three is, what happens to you when a storm rises and threatens you and your boat? Do you get frightened, depressed, excited? What feelings um, arise? Do you feel like, oh, not me, I could never do that. You know, those sorts of feelings and thoughts. Well, what fears keep you in your boat of comfort? All right, what fears keep you in your boat of comfort? Number five, what would Jesus be calling you to change but has an element of risk? What number six is, uh, what fears so easily distract you and potentially cause you to sink? Number seven, how far are you willing to leave your boat before you want to rush back? <laughs> I don't want to get my feet. I'm going to rush back. Get in the water. Get out of the water. Get into the boat. Quick. Now, imagine that you take a step out and a stepping stone suddenly rises and appears up out of the water as you place your feet on the water on the surface. Now, this didn't happen with Peter, but just imagine that if you knew that every step you took there would be something solid under you. How many occurrences of feeling that solidness would it take for you to accept this as the new norm, that you can do this thing called walking on water? <laughs> How many times? How many times? Look, uh, recently I've taken a huge step out of the boat of my normal, and it's huge and it's scary, and so many things are changing that I'm, I'm you know, just don't know. I just, I've got to take little minor steps just to keep going. And that's okay. And at times I've felt myself sinking into deep emotional storms, wild and stormy. Um, winds have changed, you know, that caused me to shift my focus away from Christ to the, the randomness of the weather. And I, get, I can get really overwhelmed by the change. It's, it's the challenge of the mystery. The unlearning of the old and familiar and learning the new and unfamiliar and moving from certainty to uncertainty. But what has been interesting is the provision of little stepping stones under my wobbly feet. 
little things, little verses from the Bible that seem to speak directly to me. This is for you. Comments from friends, podcasts I've listened to. They go, oh, that's, that's, that's what I needed to hear. And I realize now that God has been providing stepping stones as such under the surface of each new step I have taken. I, and I have to be listening for those moments of come, take the next step and feeling Christ's hand reach out when it all becomes too much. See, faith is a journey of micro-faith moments where we take a millimeter step from one moment to the next until the brain accepts this as the new normal. We don't want to return to the old boat because we're now dancing on the waves. <laughs> Look, our memory can get so beaten down by the storms of life that we lose sight of God's past provision for us. And God invites us to notice the little moments of stepping stones and record them. And there's a story in, um, in the Old Testament, in the First Testament, where the people of Israel crossed the Jordan River. And God instructed them to, to go back into the river and collect 12 stones and heft them on their shoulders <laughs> and bring them up and put them as a memorial to remind themselves of, of what had happened. And so when their kids say, what are these stones for? Well, those stones represent, you know, they were stones that we brought up out of the Jordan River. All right? You know, really? Yeah, they're solid. They're tangible. They are stepping stones. They are blocks of our faith. Look, um, I don't have any stones, but what I do carry around with me is some small business cards where I've written down the moment where I felt a, a stepping stone rise up under my feet. Little reminders, microscopically brain neuron sized small stones, tangible ink on card and tangible card in my unique handwritten scroll. <laughs> and I carry around them in my pocket for those times when I start to feel the storms of life bash against my brain. I pull them out and I reassure myself that, you know, we're going to be okay. I remind my frightened little inner child that it's going to be okay. And I reassure that frightened little boy. Look, I then take the next step, knowing there will be a stepping stone underneath. My, my focus shifts away from the boat of my past comfort and away from the storms and wild waves to um, a mysterious dance that's happening right in front of me. And there is a desire to take that next step and find strength under my feet. Hey, here's some quotes for you to think about. Faith is not the clinging to a shrine, but an endless pilgrimage of the heart. Joshua Heschel. And Richard Raw says, Faith is not the opposite of doubt. Faith is the opposite of certitude. Where you, do, where you don't need to be certain to be happy. If you can't go there, you'll never be happy. Because you'll never get logical certitude. If you're waiting for 100% certitude, you'll never be going to be happy. And Richard Raw says again, to accept some degree of meaningless in our, is our final and full act of faith, that God is still good and still in control. <laughs> All right, read that again. To accept some degree of meaninglessness, accepting our mean, some degree of meaninglessness is our final and full act of faith that God is still good and still in control. 
is another quote. All changes, even the most longed for, have their melancholy, for what we leave behind us is a part of ourselves. We must die to one life before we can re-enter, before we can enter into another one. Anatole France. And this is from Rick Hansen. <laughs> Nothing digs ditches like shovelfuls of dirt. Ain't that the truth? You've got to do the work. And Richard Raw says, a good journey begins with knowing where we are and being willing to go somewhere else. Richard Raw. Questions. Where has God provided for you in the past day that you can record as a kind of a memorial stone? You know, something tangible. You could write it down in a journal or a piece of card or something. And it's like a stepping stone has been provided for you. Number two, what is a comfort zone boat that the Christ might be wanting you to leave and step out of? Number three, think of the memorial stone moments in your life. What, why are those moments so significant for you? And what promise do they offer for the walking on water invitations? Hey, um, I hope you found this helpful. Uh, you might like to email me, uh, barry at turningthepage.co.nz. Um, please subscribe to this channel, um, to the, my YouTube channel or to uh, whatever um podcasting app you're listening to on this and uh, love to hear your feedback I really truly enjoy hearing from my readers and my viewers and it helps me to uh, write even more stuff so until then uh, until next time we talk may you have a wonderful week stepping out on the water